hey, welcome to Transform Pain to Power, the podcast about what it really takes to resolve pain and the simple, unconventional yet proven techniques to get you there most quickly. Listen in for high-level creative conversation to inspire you to engage with the life that you want in a body that you love. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? Welcome to episode 24. I'm your host, Molly Jager. Welcome. Today is going to be a good one. The last couple of episodes were a little bit dense, and today is going to be a little bit light because I want to share some fun stuff with you. I'm going to read you a poem later, which is going to be good. But the topic of today's conversation is going to be about when you have a crap day. (laughs) And yes, it is going to be light because when we have crap days, we need to address them with lightness. And we simply cannot avoid having these kinds of days as much as we would like to. And as much as we would like to increasingly, the older we get and the more we feel our days are numbered, (laughs) the more lightness we have to bring in, right? Because the more the heaviness threatens to invade and overwhelm. And I am on this topic today because guess what? I have had what I call a very tricky day. (laughs) I hope that wherever you are, whatever kind of day you are having or have had, that you can slip into a little bit of a light mode about it with me today in this next few 10 minutes, 20 minutes, however long we are going to share here together. So I was doing some technical stuff, which I am not great at. I don't enjoy it. And I was trying to do it and it didn't go well. It didn't work. I tried it again. It didn't work. And I ended up spending a lot of time, a lot of hours doing something that didn't work out very well. (laughs) And I felt exceedingly frustrated because it wasn't what was on my schedule today. In fact, I had something else on my schedule. What I was planning actually was the sign up registration page for my workshop this week on Friday, which is happening on April 29th, by the way. And you can now sign up for that. And hopefully you will get an email confirming that you've signed up including the Zoom link to get into the workshop. If you don't get it, (laughs) it's because it doesn't work. And I couldn't make it work no matter how hard I tried. And at some point, I just had to give up. I had to walk away and settle for something that was less than perfect. Don't worry, I will follow up with other emails to make sure that everyone gets the link. But this is what happens, right? I had a really great day sketched out for me. I had plans. It was all going to go in my mind before I sat down so well, right? And that's how it is. Or we prepare for it to go badly before it even begins, right? We're either like, this is going to go really well, and then it doesn't go well. Or this is going to go badly, and it goes badly, (laughs) 
every now and then we get surprised and things actually do go well or things actually go unexpectedly well, right? But generally speaking, for some reason, whatever it may be, most of us have a brain that is geared towards looking at and remembering when things go badly. I think personally that there isn't specific science on this as far as I know, but I think it makes sense when you consider that we are really geared toward learning what works and learning what doesn't. So when something works, we, we almost don't notice what made it work. We're just like in the flow of it working in the way that, you know, feels good. And when it doesn't work, we get all kind of stuck in the challenge of noticing that it didn't work and why and how and blah, 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 blah. The problem is with this is that we often limit our focus to the details that are irrelevant and we get stuck in that mire. So I want to share with you how I have what you in the past I would call a bad day and yet am able to come to the end of it feeling good in myself. So how can you have a bad day but end up feeling good? How do you create that kind of experience? And I'll tell you, this has revolutionized my life and my brain to such an extent that I never thought previously was possible. Instead, I would often fight with myself. And this is the way it happens, right? You can't really realize something until you have direct experience with it. But one of the things that helped me to get here was by studying, learning, and practicing and and taking in information from other people who were already there. Hence this podcast and an opportunity for me to share a little bit of this information with you. And, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting in Nirvana over here. (laughs) But what I will say is that I noticed that my brain does not go to the same kinds of thoughts or the same patterns that it used to. By default, I go to different places because I've done so much work to move my thinking into different modes, right? And so the neural patterns have literally shifted in my brain, which is a great thing. It's a wonderful thing. It's really, truly wonderful. And you can do it too. Everybody with a nervous system and a desire and curiosity and a willingness to explore can do it. That's the wonderful thing about all of this being human business. (laughs) It's like the most wonderful thing, right? All of that potential. And I can't say how important it is to surround yourself with other people and other brains that are creating that or tapping into that. So it's great that you're here in this podcast and I'm going to give you a big dose of nourishment in that direction today. And as always, if you want to go further with me, then you know where to reach out. Check out the link in the show notes or find me on my website and I will help you 
sort through these patterns in your own mind so that you can see them and then rewire them, right? That's the key. So what is going to stand out for you today? Let's, I love, this is what I love. We just get really honest and we see things and we get new ideas and new awarenesses. So this is the kind of response that I would have previously had to this kind of day that I had today where everything seems to go wrong or just like one thing goes horribly wrong. And you might recognize some of this in yourself. I don't know. There's a couple of different reactions that people tend to have. So typically my default reaction would be to have many tears of frustration or like some display of anger. And this frustration or this anger would not be cathartic because, here's the key, it would be accompanied by lots of self-deprecating thoughts. Lots of thoughts that were cycling around and around and around the idea that I should, could, would, (laughs) if I were only... I I would be able to avoid these kinds of situations, right? That these, whatever I experienced, whatever went wrong, shouldn't have gone wrong. That if I were smarter, better, had more money to hire someone to do it, or, you know, whatever the things my brain would throw at me, all creating some kind of otherworldly scenario in which whatever crap thing happened wouldn't have to happen, So the tears of frustration or the lashing out in anger or the depression about the time that I had lost would not feel useful or helpful for my nervous system. It was almost like confirming and turning inward against myself uh, because it it would have been accompanied by all of these kinds of thoughts. So does that make sense? It's basically like when things go wrong and you have an emotional reaction to it or you stifle an emotional reaction to it, then one of the things that you are probably doing is imagining that it shouldn't have happened, that they're in some alternate reality that it wouldn't have happened right? And we, when that sort of thing happens, we look to the world around us to find something to blame, right? It was this person's fault, but quite often we blame ourselves. It is our fault. And that kind of self-blame and self-deprecation is not a recipe ingredient for having a good time (laughs) at the end of the day, right? That's a recipe ingredient for feeling like a whole lot of shit and being stressed and being anxious and not sleeping well and all of those things. So that's what I typically would have experienced in the past. This is how I would have felt. And my poor family. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness me. Like, you know, I tried as you likely do, I tried so hard to not take my own self-hatred out on my family. But you can't stuff that stuff, you know, you can only stuff it so far. 
And as much as I would try to hold it in, it would still be present in me. And I would be lacking the connection, the presence of mind, that um, the ability to sense and feel joy or to receive joy of any kind in my family. It was more just like, I'm here and that's about all I can do. I'll pretend to listen. <laughs> that's about all I have for you right now. Um, and that, again created a really high pressurized environment for me. So here's what will really help you when you have a crap day, right? There's a couple of things. Um, the just like most basic level is like, seriously, that's just life. And I would really take on the comedy of Murphy's Law, right? If something can go wrong, it will, period. Ha, 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 because when you could laugh instead of be, feel terrible, why wouldn't you, right? So these are for things like that go wrong when um, nobody's necessarily injured and it's not, nobody's coming to personal harm, but it's more like the food gets burned, right? This is something that would throw me over the edge when I burned a dinner, <laughs> Things like this that are largely inconsequential in the grand scheme of things, but in the moment feel incredibly irritating. And when these types of things go wrong, this is what, this is how I approach them now. Okay. I talked about this even a little bit last week. So it's, it's a running theme even through, um, through other podcasts, I'm sure, which is just Simple acceptance for your experience. You don't have to have a good attitude. You don't have to smile or laugh. You don't have to go from upset to carefree. All you have to do is to accept your experience and to accept the fact that something went wrong according to your opinion for what you wanted or your expectation and that you are frustrated, displeased, uncomfortable, upset, sad. That's a part of your experience in that moment. And that's okay. It's totally okay to have all those feelings. You're not a bad person. You're not less than because you feel like crap for a moment. And you don't need to show up like with the happy smile bunny face. <laughs> Whatever. You can show up as how you are feeling in that moment. Now, this is especially true and, and um, familiar when you are going through a process of change. When you are actively focusing on changing your neural patterns or changing habits or doing any kind of work to evolve yourself in some way, you are totally going to experience this big time mega often for a while, especially at the beginning, because you're trying to change. So your mind is focused on what you want 
very much focused on what you want, but you're still in the old neural patterns of seeing how things go wrong, of being blaming yourself and being down on yourself. You're still have those patterns running and you see the change that you want. You're not experiencing the change yet. You're only experiencing what is not happening, right? So this is something that you just want to prepare for. Like, I'm just going to have a bad day. So again, it's often about that preparation. How do you prepare yourself by accepting it beforehand? Before it even happens, set the stage for yourself to enter into this emotional moment with huge amounts of compassion for yourself. And again, that doesn't mean that you have to stop being frustrated, right? You can be calm, still, and have all the emotions going on inside you. You can be present to all those emotions, the quote, positive ones and the quote, negative ones, right? Okay. So the other thing I think that's really important about preparing for the inevitable bad day is this idea. Check this out. So this is kind of like a more theoretical perspective and it's a little bit grounded in neuroscience as well. You may have heard of this idea that we project, right? That we, our nervous system, our spirit, our whatever you want to call it, karma, is working on something, is working on something that we need to process or encounter or confront in our lifetime. And so through this, we project things out into the world for us or we bring things into our life for ourselves to work through, right? That there's a reason that we meet the challenges that we meet. Now, I'm going to explain this from a neuroscience perspective, but before I do, I just want to say, like, let's say there is no neuroscience to it and it's all theory. And then you simply can look at it as a choice because really if it's theory, it's kind of a little bit faith. And where would you like to fall? Where would you, how would you like to go forward in life? So if you have the thought, every challenge that I encounter is there for a reason. Every crap day that I have is there to help me move forward in some way. Or there is no reason, rhyme or reason. It just sucks and it's probably because I did a bad job <laughs> or somebody is to blame, right? So do you see, it's a really like just a little a shift that you can make inside yourself and think, well, how do I actually want to think about life and these ideas, right? So this is just like going by theory here and it's all about choice. And at the end of the day, A lot of it is really just about choice anyway, but I think it's really interesting to look at it in this way and to realize that the degree of choice that you do have in these situations. So yeah, let's say we're just like projecting our own shit in the world and then like calling into the world in some energetic way, 
like situations that will help us grow, right? So in that theory, in that instance, and anything, any challenge that you experience is not an opportunity to grow in a way that will, um, you can turn back on yourself, but an, an opportunity to be open, to be compassionate, to be loving, to experience the potential for all of those things. Yeah, for humor, for joy, for lightness. Look, I didn't say it was easy. (laughs) I said it was a choice, right? And it's a choice that you can play with. Now, let's talk about the neuroscience of it. The way that I think of this is really sits in this idea of confirmation bias, right? So we know that humans have a belief system and then they see that, they see their beliefs. We perceive what we believe, right? Whether we realize it or not. We're just seeing the world through the filter of our own perception. So if we have a lot of programs running inside us that are telling us that we are incapable, that we can't do things, that the world is a bad place, that people are bad, that we are weak, that other people don't love us, right? If we have all of these thoughts kind of underlying our, or forming this foundation from which we are operating, then we're going to perceive that in all kinds of situations, whether we want to or not right? It's just going to be the default mode that our brain goes into. So everything that you perceive comes out of those underlying beliefs. And this is the neuroscience of perception. It's just how we work. Okay. And you can change that. What is the way to change confirmation bias? To become aware of it. Right? So this is a phenomenon that exists, and once you become aware of it, you can start to open your eyes for it and to see it, potentially, right? to look for it. So when you start looking for it, when you have this next, you know, the next opportunity that you have, so when you have your next crap day or when, you have, when something goes wrong the next time, it's a great opportunity for you. It's perfect. And you can go, yes, this sucks. (laughs) And I'm so glad. Why does it suck? What am I seeing? How am I perceiving it? When you're in the crap of it and you're feeling the crap and you just want to hit somebody, (laughs) right? Or you just want to curl up into a ball and cry. What are you thinking? Don't just curl up into a ball and cry. Write it down. What are you thinking? What are you telling yourself? What are you perceiving in that moment? Get inside there and find out what's going on because that is your way forward or upward and outward and beyond. (laughs) Movement, right? That's what we want. We don't want cyclical, cyclical, cyclical. We want movement in a direction. And by the way, this applies not only if you're having a crap day, crap moment, but also if you're having a crap life. Yeah? You can turn that boat around. I know you can. 
because I've seen it, I've done it, and I never thought I was the kind of person who could do that sort of thing. Never. I did not think I could do that sort of thing. And I did it, and I'm still doing it. So I know that if you think you can't do it, there's a way for you to be able to do it too. I know that. You might not know it. This is where you lean in and you borrow my belief in yourself. I believe in you. I I believe in you because I know the science, my friend. And you're listening to this podcast, so I know you have some wherewithal about you. Okay? So just take that. (laughs) Take that for what it is. You're here right now listening. You've got something going on. Yeah, you. (laughs) And if you need to, lay a hand on your chest, take a deep breath, and soak that in. Soak it in. Soak it in. Soak it in. All right. Here is the poem. This I'm reading to you from A Year with Rumi, translated, poems translated by Coleman Barks. And this particular poem is on April 26th. And you're going to love it. You're going to totally see why I was read this and was like, oh, I have to read this to them. (laughs) The name of this poem is The Well. We seem to be sitting still, but we are actually moving. And the fantasies of phenomena are sliding through us like ideas through curtains. They go to the well of deep love inside each of us. They fill their jars there and they leave. There is a source they come from and a fountain inside here. Be generous and grateful. Confess when you are not. We cannot know what the divine intelligence has in mind. Who am I standing in the midst of this thought traffic? Have a wonderful crap day wherever you are. And I'll speak to you soon. Thank you again for joining me today. Are you signed up to come to the workshop this Friday, April 29th? It is free. Transform neural patterns in order to resolve chronic mind-body pain. That's what we're going to be talking about. I'm going to be giving you lots of key information that will inform you greatly. And of course, I'm going to walk you through a process. And if that scares you, don't worry. It's a very simple, accessible, first level process, but it will give you so much insight into your situation and how to move forward with whatever you are struggling with. So make sure that you do that. You can find a link to register in the show notes here, or you can go to the website and get on my mailing list at www.move.com to nourish.com that's move t-o nourish 
facebook.com or on the Facebooks, Facebook group, Facebook page, all those places. And if you're already on my mailing list and you haven't gotten an email yet, check your promotions folder, your spam, wherever those things go and disappear forever because inside you will be able to register and get access. You need the, to register in order to get the link to access the webinar, the, the live training, and also the recording, if I remember to press record. <laughs> I get so excited, I forget. So make sure that you sign up and make sure that you come. Oh, yes, if you attend live, you get the chance to win two free sessions with me. Super awesome. Everybody who attends live is gonna get, all your names are gonna get put into a hat and or a singing bowl. <laughs> and one of you will win two free sessions with me. It's pretty and a pretty amazing deal. So get on that list, get the access link, and I will see you there. Have a wonderful day.